0: Hey there, gang. Welcome back to Meddling Kids Podcast, where we cover all things scary and weird for listeners near and far. My name is Jebediah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My name is Cord. And we're two roommates who met on Twitter during a pandemic in 2020 and became best friends.
0: Our mutual interest for true crime and all things Spicky and Uki have brought us together to create this gorgeous podcast whose name is heavily inspired by our favorite cartoon growing up.
1: We would have gotten away with it if it hadn't been for you meddling
0: kids. It's a Christmas special. We even have these on and Santa hats for you. For those of you who didn't understand what that meant, we have on-brand Santa hats for you. Not arts. (laughs) (laughs) The arts. (laughs) I made these. If you're not watching our YouTube, um, visually, to describe the ads, mine says ho-ho homicide.
1: And mine says, Merry Christmas with a picture of the sexiest man alive, Mothman. Um, Our usual disclaimer, that all of the information stated in this podcast is compiled from articles that we have found online and that we have put together for educational purposes.
0: <laughs> we will also be doing q and A Q&A at the uh, after the case, and you, you guys are not going to want to miss that because that's going to be something. <laughs> <laughs> be silly! You're be so lit! We're gonna be answering questions. It you looks guys like are I have dying. Little cat ears, canale. little cat ears. Meow. With that being said, let's get into it. Melling Kids podcast, Christmas special, Ooh. The Dark History of Mummering.
1: Before we get into the dark history, we're just going to talk about where mummering came from. The good, the, the
0: bright, the light history. Dark, not dark, the non-dark history of mummering. Period. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, oh, also, we're wearing our little mummering oh, sweaters. Yeah. Mine is from Saltwater Designs, got the mummers going on, and yours is from Jessica Pitten. Um, What's her shop called again?
1: Biggie Duff Dory. Biggie Duff Dory says, Get in, losers. We're going mummering. <laughs> also, okay. a really good big shop. Yeah, she's a queen. Yum, yum, yum.
0: Alright, let's get into the antics of Newfoundland. Let's get into these devious fucks. <laughs> Mummering is a Christmas tradition that takes place in Newfoundland, Ireland, and some parts of the UK.
1: It can also be referred to as janying. Jannying? <laughs> Janneying. No. Yes. I don't like the word.
0: Okay, well it is jannying. We're I not left doing it we're out. not doing a cuckoo and a cuckoo again. Jannying? Yes, that is how you say it, girl. And mumming. <laughs> mummering involves a group of friends who dress in disguise usually wearing cloths or pillowcases over their heads not creepy at all bras over their shirts and they'll stuff pillows into their clothes and most likely sometimes most likely i don't know why is it sometimes um an ugly stick will be involved a little ugly stick if you guys don't know what an ugly stick is another newfoundland thing look it up <laughs> It's like a musical instrument made from garbage. Yeah, boots and bottle caps. <laughs> and, and, a, and a mop. Yeah. They're pretty cute. We should Sticks. make them sometime. It'd be fun. Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: said mummers <laughs> will knock on the door of people they know and try to disguise their voice by inhaling while saying, "Any <laughs> mummers loud in! Which, if you don't know what that was, any mummers loud in.
0: Any mummers loud in? Any mummers loud in? It's scary, isn't it? It's, this is the darkest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's the last Um, thing you hear. If the host allows the mummers to enter their homes, it often leads to a kitchen party, which includes games, dancing, and a lot of booze. Uh, uh,
1: The host will try to guess um, the mummers'
0: identities before offering them foods or drinks. Once they're identified, they'll remove all of their mummer disguises and then they'll have a big old party usually with some Newfoundland music and just have a little dance just a little fun yeah they'll put on my pet Murphy died yeah Yeah. and and you know what have you ever gone mummering
1: no I've watched a very educational movie called mummering
0: legends (laughs) and now I'm scared I've gone mummering a few times we usually do it back home in Labrador I'm from Labrador, on Boxing Day, Mm -hmm. but I think that's usually when, like, mummers are around. It's after Christmas Day. Like, that's when it will happen.
1: Period. If you are from Newfoundland, you may be thinking that this sounds strange and um, dangerous, and typically, mummering is in all good fun, but unfortunately...
0: Make it sound creepy. Get into it. Okay.
1: But unfortunately... (laughs) But well, unfortunately, the mummers of Newfoundland have a dark past, not often spoken of. <laughs> Let's take a diver deep in the mummering, shall we? I fucking hate you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll never live it down. Okay, this is the dark side of mummering. Opposite of bright. This is when the jannying oh, <laughs> gets bad. This is We gotta do it creepy, okay? Okay. It was December 28th, 1860.
1: A Bay Robert's man by the name of Isaac Mercer, brackets, the 29-year-old fisherman, close brackets,
0: spent a day in the woods chopping timber with his brothers-in-law. Afterwards, they went to his mother-in-law's house for a cup of tea. It's said that there were some booze involved in the tea.
1: Obviously. Spiking. Okay, okay. When it was time to go home, Isaac was afraid to walk by himself because he had a run in with some mummers the year before. So his brothers in law
0: walked with him. Six mummers then attacked them, hitting Isaac over the head with his own hatchet the very hatchet that he was using to cut timber earlier in the day. But he didn't die right away. They walked him home and put him to bed.
1: Next morning, the next morning, his wife found him dead. Sorry. (laughs) What's wrong
0: with us? The (laughs) (laughs) next... It happened in 1860, so we can laugh about it now. (laughs) It's like 200 years ago. No, we cannot. I'm just kidding. The next morning, his
1: wife found him dead. They had only been married for 15 days. Almost New- as long as Kim Kardashian's wedding.
0: Newlyweds. More like newly deads. Uh, till death do us part really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> his cause of death was a fractured skull. He had been crumpled.
1: Oh, God. The news about his... The... N- <laughs> The news about the case broke on New Year's Day of 1861. The newspaper article read A respectful resident. Respectable. Oh. A respectable resident was beaten by some fellows <laughs> in, in the usual mummering skies. Mumming. Bitch. Disguise. Let me say my words. Mummering skies. I said disguise. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought you said mummering No, skies. now I have to do it over again. <laughs> Oh my god! I swear god. you said
0: skies. I said disguise. when I go back to edit this. If you said disguise, I actually am going to go get my head checked. Okay, so I swear. I think you should do that anyway. I swear you said
1: mummering skies. <laughs> In the usual mummering skies. In
0: the usual mummering skies.
1: Sorry. Okay. 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 The news about the case broke on New Year's Day of eighteen sixty-one. The newspaper article read, a respectable resident was beaten by some fellow in the usual mumming
0: disguise. Prevalent? Prevalent at the season. I know, it's a really weird thing to put in a newspaper article, but we have to remember this happened, like, a million years ago. Yeah, fucking- So, you know, all those extra words, not needed. By so January 15th, 1861, the case remained unsolved.
1: Governor Alexander Bannerman asked the public for help to identify the murderers and offered a one hundred pound sterling reward. Is that like money? No, it's just a one hundred pound sterling. What's like a, a bird? <laughs> <laughs> Holy
0: fuck, man! That's a big ass bird. That's a big bird. What's a sterling? It's a bird. Like monies?
1: Pounds sterling, British currency.
0: Oh, I keep forgetting that Newfoundland wasn't always part of Canada. The residents of Bay Roberts remained tight-lipped, but eventually, details started to emerge.
1: On February 20th, 1861, three men were apprehended
0: for their roles in the murder of Isaac Mercer. Are you talking as if we were living in 1860? No. This is how they talked back then. They talked like that. They probably had... (laughs) (laughs) 32-year-old... John Dawson, his 28-year-old brother Stephen, and 37-year-old James Henderson. They, they were the guys arrested. <laughs> they were the ones who were arrested. They were the boys. The boys.
1: They were all transported to Her Majesty's Penitentiary
0: in St. John's to await trial. Kyle. Kyle. James Henderson actually died in the pen before the trial even begun, and I don't know the details on how he died. <laughs> he just died. He just croaked. I'm not sure how. The Dawson
1: brothers made their first court appearance on May 20th, 1861, but, of course, as usual, it was postponed until
0: November. What else is new, honestly? This this was just always the history of the justice system. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Injustice system. <laughs> November 25th, 1861, the Dawson brothers were free of the murder charge and faced the lesser charge of manslaughter. There was <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was a gorgeous publication ban on this trial, so there is little to no information as to what happened
0: in the courtroom. We don't know why it was manslaughter when they... Well, I guess maybe because he didn't die right away is what my guess would be. It's assumed that the brothers were acquitted, but no actual documentation is available to support this claim. Rumor has it- that this murder
1: was a result of a religious disagreement at the time. There was a lot of beef going on between the Catholics and the Anglicans. The what? The
0: Catholics and the Anglicans? Anglicans. Oh, I don't give a fuck. The Dawson brothers were Catholic while Mercer was Anglican.
1: The history of violence related to Mummering on the top of the Isaac Mercer case as well as several other high profile attacks in St. John's, Carbonier, and Harbor Grave. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I was to say Harbor Grace, I spelt it wrong.
1: <laughs> and Harbor Grace
0: led to multiple attempts to regulate and ban mummering. On June twenty fifth, eighteen sixty one, an act to make further provision for the prevention of nuisances was passed. Jesus Christ! I didn't write this. This that is, was a
1: tongue twister. This is just
0: what is said. This that's I what would it's actually have
1: a. F- my hands would sweat so much if I had to read that <laughs> line.
0: It dictated that quote unquote any person who shall be found at any season of the year without a written license from the magistrate, dressed as a mummer, masked, or otherwise disguised, shall be deemed guilty of a public nuisance.
1: As the violence continued, legislator pat... Legislature... legislature. I don't know
0: what that word is. I have no idea. Legislator? Legislator. Oh. I forgot what that word was. As
1: the violence continued... What was it?
0: Legislator? Legislator. Legislator. As the violence continued, legislator... Okay, I I actually can't remember what that word is. Legislator. Legislator? Legislature. I can't remember. Anyways. (laughs) Law was passed. Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to say that. As violence
1: continued, laws were passed. As an amendment. God fucking damn it. This is just the legal stuff that we suck at, so anyways. Amendment. Amendment. To original act on march twenty seventh nineteen eighteen sixty two mummering was made illegal a law that remained in force for over a hundred years
0: i tried to look this up God. and i actually couldn't find it but i don't know if tech i don't know if the law was ever lifted so technically I'm not sure mummering might still be illegal we have like parades in those yeah but it's it's not that it's like illegal it's just that law i don't know if it was ever lifted or not but Mm -hmm. there is like mummering parades Mm. parades you can go walmart and we get all kinds of mummering decorations ornaments you name it yeah just don't kill anyone (laughs) (laughs) there was there's not a whole lot of information on this case because it happened so long ago most of the stuff i found was from like um and it's from here (laughs) yeah well um there's a I think she's a folklore expert. She did like a thing at the folklore course for Mon. So she talks about the case a little bit. They talked about how he was a fisherman that he was twenty nine, but I also read Articles that said he was twenty, so it's kinda hard to yeah. it's you know, but you know. It is what it is. Yeah. Um. There was also rumors, rumors, stuff I read that meant he could have owed them money, something like that. Yeah. But there is um, documentation from eyewitness accounts. So I think his wife and one of the brothers-in-law a quote from her that was really sad was that after she found him dead in the bed, she couldn't go back in the room after. Aww. Like it was really hard for. Her. But- That's an and f- only married fifteen days. No, like, it's what? really sad. So sad. And then I, I'm not sure about the three other, because it said there were six mummers that attacked them. I'm not sure if the three others ever got caught. Like, there's just such little information about it. Yeah. Like, so I'm unsure. And then the fact that the two brothers just got out. Sure. Wait, another thing that was really fun and fresh that we did, I think you mentioned it earlier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the
1: educational film. Yes.
0: Right. Our friends over at Grind Mine. Did an excellent job with their mummering legends film.
1: Yeah. It was scary hell. That was baller's hell. Mary Walsh, she's a bad bitch. Yeah,
0: she is. She's a queen.
1: That ending
0: picked me up,
1: balled me up.
0: Yeah, but no no spoilers, though. No spoilers. No. The one thing I did love about the movie is when... Mummers came to her door and they were like, "Any more it? And she was like, no. "No," and closed the door in their face. <laughs> that was so funny. That's I a, love it's that. a really
1: good movie. If you haven't seen it, you should do anything and everything you can to see it.
0: Yeah, we actually sold our souls to uh, go to the. Cineplex. We sold our souls to Shane. Yeah, I feel great. Anyways, so as we stated earlier, we did a little Q&A. You guys probably seen that on Instagram. You might even, your question might even be featured in this episode. We got a little Q&A going on. Got a little Q&A, and we're each going to give our own answers. Um, Some of them, I don't even know the answer, so. But let's get into it. What is our first question? Do you want to? Our first question is from Miranda Cosgrove.
1: (laughs) It said, what got you into true crime? Like, what is the first case that grabbed
0: your attention? Would you like me to go first? Yeah, go ahead, girl. I remember being in grade 2 and seeing the Elizabeth Smart special, the reenactment movie on I don't know what channel it was. I can't remember. I've watched it again Dateline. since. It was Dateline for sure. But it it wasn't like they were like interviewing. It was like the movie that like mm. recreated what happened. And I remember watching that and being like, "Holy fuck." No, I was like 7 years old. I was like, "Holy cow. This is crazy." And ever since then I've like always watched like CSI, Forensic Files, anything like that. But mm-hmm. I always remember like the first case that ever like I was like, "Holy crap, true crime's a thing." was Elizabeth Smart. She is a baddie and she she works with
1: Chris Hansen now.
0: Does she actually? Yeah. Oh my god, I love that for her.
1: My my boy. The first case that grabbed my attention Oh god. Oh no. When I was younger <laughs> There was this man who lived on Park Avenue named Clifford Dixon. Okay. And he assaulted his niece, tried to kill her. And she got out of the house. It's The house is still on Park Avenue. It's right by that big red place that I think was like a martial arts place for like two seconds. Where's Park Avenue? <sighs> it's in Mount Royal. Okay,
0: well, I don't fucking <laughs> it's know. It's a big is.
1: stretch, really shitty road. Anyways. Okay. Clifford Dixon, he tried to kill his niece. Um, so, a local case. Yeah, she got out. How old were you? When this I think happened. this happened in 2002 or six. Oh, so, you were like. I was very young and it's. St- a toddler. St- yes, it stayed with me forever. And um, he, before he went to jail, he drove his car into a pond somewhere. I think it was like in the Ghouls or something and killed himself. Jesus. Before I've he could never go to heard jail. I'm going to have to look that one
0: up and take a little yeah. dive deep. It's crazy. It's weird that, like, I remember when I was a kid, too, back in the 90s. um, This is going to sound so random, and I might have made it up. I have no idea. But when I lived in Torbay, Torbay Estates, with my family, my mom wouldn't let me go outside. Mom, if you're watching this, I know you are. I think I dreamt this. and Maybe I made it up. But I swear on my life, there was this man who was kidnapping kids, and I used to call him the chicken man. I seen him in the newspaper, and I guess he looked like a chicken. And he was a chicken man to me. And I don't know, I don't know if this ever even happened. It could be a false memory. Maybe I seen like a TV show about something. And like, I was really young. I was like, maybe. Girl, you think thinking Show* Bob from the Super <laughs> <Singles>? <laughs> That's the chicken man. I don't know, I'm gonna have to go look up like St. John's kidnappings, mid 90s. Chicken man. I called him the chicken man. I don't know why, I, he looked, his nose was pointy. He had like a beak for, like his nose was like a pointy, beaky nose. And he looked like a chicken to me. So I always thought of him as the chicken man. Then I was diagnosed with ADD. <laughs> <laughs> Our next question is from Candace. And she said, my question in all seriousness is which serial killer will be your favorite? No disrespect, all true crime lovers have a favorite and why? We're going to – reel that question is a good question, but let's reword it a little bit and just say, um, which serial killers do we find the most interesting? We don't want to idolize these people. They're horrible people, but obviously there's going to be mm-hmm, one that stands out to each of us. Mm-hmm. So who is yours?
1: To To be able to pick one of their brains, I guess this would be – Probably, like, Ed Gein
0: or, like, Kemper. That's what I said. Really? I said Kemper, yeah. Because he – guys, if you don't know, Ed Kemper – actually, I don't know why I'm smiling saying this. I just find he is beyond anything I've ever, like, researched. He Mm -hmm. cut off his mom's head and he fucked it.
1: In, yeah. So he's not
0: my favorite by any means, but he's definitely the one that piques my interest the most because yeah. he's the way that his mind works. There's what's that show on Netflix, The um, Mind Hunter? Yeah. Because it's based on real serial killers, mm-hmm. and there's like I think Kemper's, and I don't know if it's an episode or yeah. the full season. He's interviewing Kemper, mm-hmm. and the guy who played him like, fuck to a T. Like, yeah, it's I know. Crazy. Some of them are really, but yeah, definitely Kemper. And I was gonna, I was gonna say either Ed Gein or Ed Kemper, but I was like. I wonder who Bree's gonna pick. And I'm like, I hope nobody thinks we're gonna say Bundy because I'm so over. I'm that. so
1: Ted Bundy. <laughs> it's just I don't even uh, want to talk
0: about it. I don't even
1: want to get into that. No. Miss Kyla said, "What story, whether you've covered it or not, grabbed your
0: attention the most?" I haven't written down. I didn't want to say this name answer, so I have it all written down. I didn't take a note on this one. No, oh, you go first. I gotta think about this one.
1: That I, I'm going to say one that we've done, mm. um, probably the uh, Laura, Lauren, Laura Giddings. Lauren. Lauren. I always tell her Laura, too. Lauren Giddings. That is fucked up. That was, is it Lauren? Yeah, it's Lauren. That was crazy. Yeah. We're, well, we were going to do this one, but we never. Mark Twitchell. Yeah. That was crazy, too. That's
0: crazy because, I don't know, I think that we're so sheltered in Canada that, like, when ser- like when killers happen in Canada, I find it way more interesting for some reason because it doesn't happen as often. No, yeah. Um, I don't know which one that grabbed my attention the most. Grabbed, grabbed. You
1: you were off the perk for Jonestown.
0: Yeah, I I was cults get me going. Like I just think it's not in a <laughs> not in a horny way. I just think it's it blows my mind that like that happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jonestown. I don't know. I might circle back to that one. I might have a light bulb yeah. and come back to that. I don- actually can't think on the spot. I thought I wrote that down. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Michaela asked, how was your trip to Argentina? Did you grab a feed? Our trip was great. It was fun.
1: We had a lot of fun. We did, we had a feed at, of
0: Tim's. Yeah, we did. We had some Tim's. Um, and I had a hot
1: dog from the gas station.
0: Oh, you did too. Two. I had two. I threw up in Whitburn. Um, she had to report a pew. Because someone pooed, pewed and... As we were walking into the bathroom, Stank. I gagged, and when I gagged, I inhaled a woolly from my mask, then I choked on it. I think it's in my lung. To this day. Yeah. To this day, I still believe that there's a woolly in my lung from the Whitburn gas station, and then I proceeded to vomit, because that is how I it be. I have video footage of it, too. And our Like,
1: do you actually... I mean, the next all of you just gagging. That's so rude. I love, I love, I love, Olivia, I said... Have you had any haunted or ghostly experiences
0: yourself? Me? Yeah. When I was in grade six, I was sleeping over at my friend Becky Clench's house. Hi, Becky. Becky McHugh. Hi, Becky. You're probably not watching this, but hey, Becky. Not our Becky.
1: Our Becky's definitely watching because she's our number Becky one gal. My friend Becky
0: from my hometown. And she lived in this red house in Lab City, and it always gave me the heebie-jeebies, and her room was like... We had to like crawl up a ladder to get to her room. It was like it was pretty sick, actually.
1: So she was roses in the attic, but it's oh. a
0: creepy house. And one time I was sleeping over there, and I was sleep on the floor, and all of a sudden I felt someone slap me in the face. So I woke up because I thought Becky slapped me in the face, and she was asleep in her bed like twenty feet away from me, and I was like, "Holy fuck! I just got slapped in the face by a ghost." It felt so fucking real, man, to get fucking... It felt like someone slapped me in the face. And then I woke up and I was like, hello? I
1: had... I've had a few. Okay. Get into it, girl. What happened? I had a dream about my Uncle Pat before he had passed away. Mm -hmm. And he had told me that he loved everyone... And it was time to go. Mm -hmm. And then the next
0: day, my family told me he had passed away. I had a dream that my great Nan died. My mom woke me up because I was crying in my sleep. And then she died the next week. That's crazy. Are we psychic? Yeah. Or witches? I also, a few months after
1: my Nan had passed away, um, a few little weird things were happening. Like, my Nan used to tell me that I needed to get out of my room more. Mm -hmm. And just, like, spend more time with my family. And after she passed away, my bedroom door wouldn't close mm-hmm. anymore. Like That's weird. no matter what I did, it, like my parents would fix it and it just wouldn't close again. And like we were all experiencing little things yeah. after she had passed and none of us had said anything so we didn't want to freak each other yeah. out. Yeah. And then one day me, my mom, my sister were going shopping cause we have girly time on the weekend. And um, I was like, guys, some weird shit's been happening to me, <laughs> and then they all said the same thing too, and then That's we all just crazy. cried. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never had like any like bad experience. You've never with been slapped in face by a ghost. Not by a ghost. No. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next question. Yoda is my cat. Asked whose idea was it to start the podcast? It was both of ours. I can't remember how we even got on the topic of it. Like where did it even come from?
1: I don't. It was like a mutual agreement. Oh, there is a
0: there is a question that asks us what inspired us. Maybe we'll wait and get to that one, or we could just get into that one from now.
1: Yeah, let's tie the two of those together. The one about who inspired what inspired us is from Stephanie and Colby. Colby, hi Colby. It kind of I can't remember. We moved in together and we talk a lot.
0: Well, we would often there'd be times where I'd we'd walk past each other's room and be like, "Hey, are you watching the, like Eleanor Neal's new video or Kendall Berry's new video?" Yeah. So we knew we had that like mutual interest of true crime. We were watching the same YouTubers, you know that. I feel like we jokingly one day were like, "Let's start a Let's podcast or something." I don't even remember.
1: Yeah, and we, we tossed out these really stupid ass names, and I
0: can't even remember what I the other name. There were.
1: was one that was really funny that. We said, but then meddling kids came
0: up because we both like you know scoops. I I said the name meddling kids. Yeah. And we both looked at each other like, yeah, that's the one. So once we had the name, then we we're like, do you actually want to do it? Because mm-hmm. we we kind of jokingly said it one day, and then we were like, yeah, what could we call it? I think that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. And we came up with the name, and then we were like, fuck, let's fuck it. Yeah. Let's do it. And then it was like, I don't know how long after, before we. Yeah, like a month or so. I don't even know if it was that Because I was,
1: like, bugging you. I was like, let's do it. Like, come on. Let's. I don't
0: know what was, like, why, like, what, I don't know why I was, like, nervous about it. I don't know. It was weird.
1: Well, the, the case we had decided to do was a pretty huge case to a start very, off Yeah, with. a
0: very touchy case. And I think I just knew, like, I knew nothing about podcasts. I don't even listen to podcasts. I'm more of like a YouTube kind of gal, you know?
1: Next question is from our good Judy Brad Joanne Baker, also known as Chabon Cinnabon. Oh, okay, I was like, where do you see this? But yeah, and skipped And it's, um, where is somewhere you want to explore anywhere in the
0: world? Catacombs in Paris. As above, so below, baby. Free <laughs> hates that movie.
1: I would. I My would favorite part it. of that movie is when she actually like full on decks the demon in the face, and the demon's like, "Oh, yeah!" Like she actually beats the shit out of that demon.
0: Slopped and I said, in "The face." <laughs> where would you go to explore, Queen? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. The Great Pyramids
1: I know. in Egypt. No, someone somewhere cool. The House from The Conjuring. I'm gonna pick where I'm. I'm sorry, go, I, I just keep thinking of places I want to um, go. Um, there's this island that the. Uh, the spooky boys have gone to? Okay. It's like all dolls. What? And this man, he like he he collected all the dolls and put them all over the island and then he died on the island. Do you know what I'm talking about? No
0: idea. I've never heard of that. <laughs> I'm J Baby Dubs from Grindmine, big fan. Um, he said, What is uh what is a cryptid you're totally convinced is real? And for those of you guys who don't know what a cryptid is, it's like the Loch Ness monster or Um, Bigfoot. Well, I know Bigfoot is real because he tried to suck my cock. (laughs) Oh my god. I know what you're going to say. It's written in stars right now. It's almost like it's written on my forehead. Who could it be? Mothman. Do you really think Mothman's real? Yes. I know he's real. I think my answer would be (laughs) El Chupacabra. There was an episode of Mystery Hunters. Remember that show back in the day? Yes. And they did El Chupacabra. And I was, they showed like a little clip of this like furry little thing running around on the floor. And it scared the fuck out of me. And I was like, I wouldn't even get off my bed. I was scared that El Chupacabra was going to get me. (laughs) He actually asked two questions. Oh, what's the other one? What is the most spine tingling thing you've ever researched for podcast, for the podcast or for fun? You Spine know. tingling, something that scares you. Like, what's this? Like the thing that, like you read that was like, oh, what those the fuck? black-eyed
1: children you were talking about. First of all, they're children. It's terrifying.
0: Um. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about them the other day.
1: Yeah, that. Mm-mm.
0: <laughs> you want a
1: swift kick to the head? Dress up as one of those. Okay.
0: Note it. <laughs> See. Um, oh. I was gonna say the Minnie Callen case That's a local one <laughs> I didn't know I thought you were saying like something Minnie Oh, just then No I'm just talking about Minnie Minnie Callen Yeah no that's really sad That she was killed out by Whitburn Yeah that one actually did fuck you up It did It made <laughs> me it was, the, it was probably the the only time I felt like that Researching Not even researching Just reading about a case It made me feel like physically ill but uh, yeah, Minnie Callen is a case. I don't even think I'd ever be able to cover it on the podcast. Yeah, just couldn't do it.
1: Michaela Thorne says, "What case can you not stop thinking about since you read it/slash researched about it?" Dana Bradley. Can't stop thinking about her.
0: That one, well, you know, I just like spiraled after that. After we did that, I just like, I actually will never like. That is the case that will keep me up at night because I just. It just so blows my mind mm. that, like, no one was ever, char- like, caught for that. And, like, I read the book, and then I watched, like, like um, there was some videos on YouTube, and then there's a song about it. Like, just everything about it, man. There's another local case here
1: that I think about quite often, just because it's still very fresh in everyone's minds. That case would be Courtney Lake's case. Yeah, that case is just sad. And... Um, A lot of people, a lot of you have messaged us about it, and right now we just are not comfortable doing it.
0: Alicia asked us, how did you gals get so close? Well, we actually scissor I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't know. We met one time, and then that rest was history. Like, that's what happened. It was the um,
1: Jack Astor's Mexican Dip.
0: Yeah, and that was the time we went to Jack Astor's and I asked the wait waiter for a, a band-aid and a glass of milk. Because I had a blister on my foot and I ate spicy something spicy and my throat was on fire, my foot was bleeding. And I was like, it's gonna be weird, but can I have a band-aid and a glass of milk, please? And um yeah, I went home after we met that first time, we hung out and I called my friend Heather. I said, Bree's gonna be my best friend. And now here we are. <sighs> unfortunately we actually hate each other <laughs> so fucking much fucking hate you meet me in the bathroom in five no i'm <laughs> just kidding um
1: julie dunn um a very targeted and personal question <laughs> how's y'all's mental health i have no comment at this time awful babes
0: i'm numb <laughs> That's it. I'm ticking like a time bomb, time bomb, baby. I'm grieving, so... Not well. <laughs> <laughs> I be, I be, I be, My name is J. My name is <laughs> Sometime hopefully, hopefully 2022 treats us better. Yeah. And this is the... We've got a couple questions from Mr. Jackson. He said, ever seen a ghost? Ever seen one? Every time I look in the mirror, I
1: feel like I see a ghost because I'm dead on the inside.
0: I've only seen <laughs> like the hag, but if you guys, I'm sure if you're watching this episode, you've heard the episode about the hag, and I talk about the hag, I've seen that black that's not a ghost, the black there. figure, like with the black hood walking around my bed. But I don't know if I—that's just seen me, a ghost. girl. <laughs> that's me showing you my she in order. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson also asked, um, I have seen a ghost though. Where? <sighs>
1: that time at the pig farm. what is that what was that i had to do that 20 fucking what times what was that what was that yeah the pig firm i saw a ghost um
0: <laughs> it was just a man with a gun okay next question jackson asked us who is the sexiest serial killer son of sam eileen rose <laughs> do you say eileen mornos I, you know what you were gonna say that, Queen? Nah, 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 I'm just kidding. Um, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, he has got to be the sexiest serial killer. That's what
1: I'm saying. I don't know why he's a big body bitch. He's got a unibrow, <laughs> but he's got them blue piercing eyes, mama. And if I had one,
0: can't you go visit. Oh my god, you're sick. I am. And our last question of the day is from Jackson again. <laughs> And he said, Have you ever pissed yourself of absolute terror?
1: No, but sometimes when I jump on a trampoline too long, I piss myself.
0: I honestly, I pee myself probably every single day. Um, I actually have not
1: pissed myself in absolute terror. Ever.
0: I don't know if I have. No, the only time I pissed myself in absolute terror was when I was a kid and we used to play Spotlight. And every time I would go and hide, oh my God. I would piss my pants and have to go home and change. No, but because it, it's
1: so exciting. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's it, 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 the rush of it. And I'd like run so home. so exciting. We'd be like hiding. They're like, where's Cordelia? And I'd like run home and come back with a different outfit. Did you,
1: would you guys use walkie talkies?
0: No, man. We just fucking oh. go. Give her.
1: Anyways, guys, uh, oh, before you go, excuse me. Excuse me, there. So- oh, sorry about that one, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I got a little 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 knickknacks. We got some merch. We got some merch, y'all. This is are keychains. You can't see it because. That's worse. So <laughs> I'm mean. kidding. Wes is not sucking. If I ever hear any one of you saying that, it will honestly, it will be on site. My favorite. My favorite. Yeah. I love a little keychain. We got adjustable pins, you can
0: put them on your jacket, your bag. If you put it on your palm, you can spin the pin so that it will go where you want it to go. Right. Pin time, baby. Fuck yeah, baby pin, baby yeah.
1: Pin this. And then we have these stickers, these holographic stickers. Holographic. Logo. And they all say meddling Kids. And you know
0: what, y'all? We got more coming. We do, but we got more stuff coming. This stuff won't be available until we do the full merch drop, which will be after Christmas. We're just trying to get the hype up. Well, the thing is, we don't have the shirts yet. That's what we're waiting for, and I, then we have to make them. So we're gonna wait till the New Year to drop the merch, yeah. so we can do it right. Yeah, it gotta be perfect, guys. We still have a huge announcement coming. <laughs> yeah, we still have that announcement. Um, still can't tell you.
1: <laughs> and it's huge it's massive pretty
0: big yeah it's pretty freaking big almost the size of our genji so this will be our last episode now for 2021 we're gonna take a break and we're gonna go mummering i'm probably gonna go mummering for real but we don't have a set date for the next episode yet we uh like we said in the last um, in the MK Ultra episode, we will be covering a local to Newfoundland case for the new year. Pretty big one. It is going to be big, so we might. It might not be till maybe mid January yep. before that one is done, because you know we're going to obviously enjoy our Christmas break and then come back and research and we have to film, edit all the fun stuff. But. Hopefully next time we're back, the merch is ready. Yeah, thank you guys so much for watching, listening. And thank you for supporting us so much throughout this year.
1: We would not be where we are without you all. And we love you so
0: much. Thank you so fucking much. I guess we'll end off our last episode of 2021 with a classic. I'll hand it over to Brie. Oh, are we making out? No.
1: We'll be talking. Bitch!